I need to know everything Who and the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But act like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George I hop in the Porsche It's five and a horse I'm ready for war I'm coming And we're live <laughs> Hey, all the cameras are on, right? One red light Two red light Three red light Nice Okay, so Here's why I wanted to do this today Okay Because Ryan and I have a similar background in the hair industry where he's in the hair industry for a long time. I was as well. Um, and now he's in real estate with me just so happens to be. Um, and so I want to rewind a little bit back to where number one, welcome to the podcast. Uh, everybody, we have Ryan Schuput. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah. Schuput here on the podcast today. Uh, this is episode five. Mm-hmm. We're five in. That's a pretty big accomplishment. Definitely. Right. I said in the last one too, I was like, I'm never going to miss an episode and we missed number four because of this thing, right? Um, but we got a new one. So um, anyways, we're on number five. It's pretty big. The last one kind of blew up. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. I was like, wait a second. How did this one blow up? But mine didn't. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wh- like how did this happen? Yeah. The YouTube algorithm, like the, the way that I, here's how the way I think it works and who knows, Right. But I've always looked at it like this, and it's always worked for me. And people, as soon as they saw that, they were hitting me up, you know, agents and people who do YouTube. And I still get agents that call me left and right from other channel. They're like, how are you getting so much growth? And I look at it like a business, right? YouTube is a business. Mm -hmm. They make money from selling ad space on your channel, right? And so I think, well, if I was a business, YouTube, and I wanted to sell ads on someone's channel, what I would do is I would look at, number one, how long the video is, that way I can sell more ads. If it's a 30-second video, how many ads can I get in that channel? Not very many, right? So it's got to be a long video. The second one would be um, quality, right? So audio quality, video quality, and then also the content. It's got to be good content. can't be like this really bad, like uh, offensive content that advertisers are not going to want to partner with. And so I think as long as you hit those and you're consistent with your, your posting, I feel like the algorithm will favor you and start to recommend you. Mm-hmm. And then they recommend you in hopes to eventually get you monetized so you can partner up. Right. And a lot of agents don't understand that. You know, a lot of agents and companies that do YouTube videos, they do it from like a place of ego. Sure. And they're like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to show my awesome listing. And it's going to be a three minute video. Well, it's not mm-hmm. very long, right? Yeah, right? And it'll be filmed with my cell phone camera. And I'll be outside with the wind. And the audio mm-hmm. sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And they'll post hundreds of these. And I've seen agents with literally three or 400 videos and they have like 20 or 40 subscribers. And I'm like, dude, think about what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. And it's got to have eye candy. Right. YouTube. Why do you go to YouTube? You go to YouTube. Look at awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's an ugly, like if we had an ugly setup right here and we all look like shit mm-hmm. and we didn't take care of our image. Like who would want to see us? Like, uh, nobody. <laughs> who, the, who the hell's going to want to yeah, click on that video? Right. right? So. Uh, I'm happy that we're in number five because I feel like it's going to start to go up from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? As long as the content we're providing is valuable. Absolutely. So that brings me to you, Ryan. That's why I wanted you here in the podcast because I feel like um, the content that you have is extremely valuable. Like, you know, you're someone who is, I mean, number one, how old are you? 41. 41. So you're a little older in life and you switched careers. Yeah. It's a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. It still is a big deal, right? Absolutely. Um, but you're progressing. Am I, am I, am I correct? Yeah. T- talking to the mic, let me see if I can hear you. I, I think part of it is having a, a serious goal that you want to go after. Yeah. I feel like that definitely helps 
kind of direct me, you know? You know, we're going to test something out. Do you see your mic where it says zero? zero? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I can barely hear him. Put it, put, it, put it on Put it on zero. Is that better? Yeah. yeah. Oh, way, way better. better. Way oh, better. Oh, there we go. All right. That would have been a massive failure if we didn't do that. How's Ooh. yours? Mine is great. Okay. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Is yours on zero? Where Where does it say? Right there. There you go. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I, pro- I probably should do that for you, and I didn't, so sorry about that. Anyways, uh, okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Just testing it out. Yeah. Um you know what? That little thing on the right side, too, you see that? There's like a straight line, and the other one's not a straight yeah. line. Can you turn that to the right? Yeah, you there? Mm-hmm. Say yep. something. Perfect. Yeah, there you I'm are. There. Oh, we have Ryan here. Oh, Look much better. Yeah, very good. Okay, so, Ryan, um, first of all, tell me about yourself, bro. Where are you from? Were you born and raised here in Utah? Yeah, born and raised in Utah. Uh Grew up in kind of a mix between Midvale and Holiday. Yeah, so I, Utah's a great place. I have to say it's grown on me tremendously as I've gotten older. It's, it's a fabulous place to be. Yeah, and you still live in that Holiday area, correct? I do, yeah. Well, kind of Mill Creek-ish yeah. area, but yeah. You must really love it there. I do love it there. It's beautiful <laughs> right, right next to the mountains, kind of the hub of everything. Yeah. You can get to everything in 10 minutes. Yeah. Jen, you were also born and raised here in Utah. Yeah. I haven't strayed too far from my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. right there in the same vicinity. You're extremely close. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I get like, I get it. I get it, Ryan. <laughs> I feel you. And I gotta agree with you, it's a nice place, man. I'm from Vegas originally and I still go back all the time. And I just love how we have all the seasons here. Right. You know, in Vegas, like the wintertime is just windy and cold. Like and I remember when I was a kid, like I was like, I've always wanted to see snow. I think it was like five or six. And uh this guy drove up to the mountains and picked up snow in the back of his truck and brought it back to the hood where we, we lived at. <laughs> <laughs> like shoveled it onto the road. And we were like, oh, my God, there's snow. Like, so it, lasted cool. like, it lasted like two minutes. <laughs> it's like an open fire hydrant. Yeah, like, oh. We were like so like so happy, you know what I mean, like yeah. that we had to see snow. Um, but I love it here. I love the snow, too, like believe it or not. Um, anyways, so, dude, l- so let's go to you because you were always in the hair industry. I mean, what did you do before that? You know, I I have tried many, many different things in my life. I actually started out thinking that I was going to go into academia. So I um, was headed towards a PhD in English and then kind of turned left a little bit. And I tried architecture. I was pre-med. I almost went to law school. I tried a lot of different things. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, for me, the most important thing is feeling like I'm, I'm contributing to the world in a way that makes people better, you know? Yeah. So it was all about finding that right place to be where I could maximize all of my sort of natural talents. Yeah. I actually really love I'm hearing. Love this I love this because I'm like, wait a second, Ryan just keeps so low key. I know really yeah. nothing. I was I was actually telling Anna, I was like, <laughs> I, I want to be like Ryan because he's so low key. Nobody knows much about his life or his business, what he has going on. <laughs> right. And it's so interesting to hear his side of this story. And I can see all of these different career paths that he's, you know, in his previous life that he wanted to take. And I'm like, oh, I see that. Pre-med, I get it. Law, (laughs) I get it. 
right? So it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Su- super yeah. smart, man, super smart. And it's it's funny too because sometimes we'll talk and I'm like, wait, what did he just say? I gotta like go and run it, like run that word by the dictionary. Real quick. <laughs> 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 um, but dude, I'm I'm happy it's brought you to real estate, right? Me too. Um, I'm really happy it's got you to real estate. So tell me about how you got in the hair industry though, because you you were there for quite a while, weren't you? I was there for a long time, about 13 years. Uh, so I had finished college and I, I was just looking for that right thing to do. And I think having been in academia, I started to feel like I wanted to do something with my hands and sort of connect because I've always kind of considered myself an artist of sorts. And so having something that I could connect with my hands and like physically make something was becoming kind of important to me after having been in academia for so long. So I got into to hair. My little sister's a hairstylist. So she was kind of the initial inspiration. Uh, so I followed her into hair and spent 13, almost 14 years doing that. And it, it was great. I really loved it. Uh, really, the thing was uh, being able to connect with people yeah. on a really, really deep level. Because that's that's kind of how I am. I, I'm not so good at the small talk, but I will talk to you about the deepest thing for as long as you have. Yeah. And that's, that was what hair afforded me is that ability to like really connect with people on a deep level. It was, it was nice. So that's why yeah. I'm here in real estate. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's all little, about that. Little, well, it could be more personal too, because I mean, you're dealing with some of the, I mean, you got to go into like the, the, right. You're dealing with the biggest like insecurities, you know, right. people who have financial insecurities and you're working with them on those issues and. Uh, you're helping them with the largest transaction of their life. And totally, a lot of emotions come up that absolutely maybe won't con- you know come as come up as often in the in the barber chair, the the stylist chair. Absolutely. Um, but there are a lot that come up there too, you know. Um, but man, the real estate industry is like an emotional roller coaster. You're with them on this <laughs> short thirty day, forty five <laughs> yeah. day, you know, well, trip, and, and you get to know your clients really well. Like on like, and I'm sure it's very similar, but it's different, right? Because you're oh, their yeah. therapist. You're you know trying to coach them through their life and their marriage, and then you're, you're finding out yeah, different yeah. things about themselves, right? So, Absolutely. But it's very similar because when I go get my hair done, I'm chatting and I'm like telling her all my drama. Right. You know, so I'm, sh- I'm sure it's, it's very similar in that aspect. <laughs> it is very similar. I mean, I think the funny thing about hair is that if you want to know all of people's dark secrets, you should become a hairstylist, right? Ooh. And then I feel like with real estate, it's kind of the opposite. People don't really want you to know their dark secrets that, so yeah. much, <laughs> which is, that's fine. You know, like I'm a pretty quiet person myself, so I just, I respect. Yeah. Yeah. So how has it been so far, man? I mean, you've been, you've been an agent now for how long? So I'm coming up on two years in March and it's been, it's been really great. I mean, I, I initially I went out on my own and tried to build it organically as I had done with being a hairstylist and um, not as easy because, you know, people need a haircut more often than every five years. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to build a clientele. So it's been a lot, it was a lot slower in the beginning with real estate and I was just lucky enough to stumble into this team dynamic with you guys where there's a clear goal and you guys are showing us how to get there. And, um, I think the support is something I didn't even realize I was missing. So it's been really fun to have kind of a second family. Yeah. 
That's cool. I really appreciate that, man. Um, <laughs> but, too. you know, let, let's go back to where you were when you started on your own, though, because yeah. I feel like most agents do go down that path. You know, they think that it's going to sure. be easy and they think that it's going to be, uh, you know, not as difficult. And they're really watching their bottom line when it comes to their split. And they think about, you know, when, when they do shop brokerages and we've had them shop us and we always get asked the same question. They ask us, oh, well, how much is the split? What right. am I, what am I paying you? You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, that should be the last question. You know, the first one, <laughs> yeah, you know, cause sure. it makes us like not want to work with you. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of the times is what they do and they, and they go with the one that's not going to offer or this one that's not going to give them uh, the most uh, support. The one that's not going to give them any leads. The one that's not going to give them any, right. um, you know, time, but it's going to give them the most money. And most agents go down that path cause they don't realize how hard it is to really get clients. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and so, yeah, I mean, how long did you do that before you came here? So it was pretty close to a year, uh, like just a touch over a year. Um, and like you said, it, I mean, I think a lot of people think it's going to be a lot easier than it actually is. I think they just think like, oh, I'll tell my family and then I'll just be busy. <laughs> and um, no doubt that initially your first few transactions are going to come from like your warm SOI, like your friends, family, the people you know in real life. But uh, that runs out pretty quick, you know, so... Um, after about a year and uh, and some change, year and a quarter maybe, I guess, I think um, it just started to get frustrating. You know, I felt like I was kind of like beating my head against a wall. You're reaching out to the same people over and over saying like, hey, if you ever need anything real estate related, hit me up, which is, I mean, you've got to do that. But uh, it just wasn't yielding the results I was hoping for. So uh, kind of opened me up to uh, growing a little bit. I, I mean, I think of myself as kind of a solo person, you know, like the team, team thing was not really huge on my list. So I, I really had to kind of have a talk with myself and see if that's what was meant to be. Yeah. And it's, it's been incredible to open up that way because, you know, I think life is a lot of sort of fits and starts of growth where you're trying to figure out the next stage and then you get there and then you realize that, now you're just to the next stage and it's going to be, you know, a whole lot more work to get to the next stage after that, yeah. you know? So that's really where I was at about a year and a quarter. I remember the conversation we had when we got, when, when you got there. Totally. Because Alan and I were sort of in recruiting mode, you know, we were looking for people and, and I remember that the COVID just hit mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this sucks for so many people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the hair industry was an industry that got impacted a lot. They had to close their doors and there was no like, there's no answer to the question of when can we open again? Right. You know, and so a lot of uh, stylists and barbers I knew, a lot of owners that I knew, they were like, hey, we don't know when we can open our doors. This is right. pretty scary. And then I was like, what about the stylists? You know, my wife was one of them. You know, she right. stopped taking clients and there was never an answer of like, when can you take clients again? Right. So <clears throat> I was like, thank God I'm in real estate. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And, 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 and thank God, you know, I was able to uh, provide for my family when she wasn't able to. Right. But I thought about you because you were an agent and you were still doing hair. Right. <clears throat> and I remember asking uh, my wife, like, hey, what's going on with Ryan? Like, what's he doing since he's not doing hair? And she's like, I don't know. And I think she reached out to you. And that's when I, and then I, then I reached out to you. And then I remember the conversation we had at the office here. And I was like, hey, man, this is what we have to offer. You know, you should come and join the team. And <clears throat> I knew you had a contract in place at your other brokerage. Right. And, and that's how I knew you're committed because you, you bought out of the contract. Am I correct? I bought out of the contract. Wait, wait a second. Contract. I don't know this. I don't yeah. know this story. So wait, what brokerage were you with? 
Yeah. I was at a Coldwell Banker. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and it was one of those things where they, I mean, they had a lot of education. It's a, it's a great place. I loved all the people I worked with there. Um, and part of that education that they offer to you is that you sign a contract, uh, and to get out of that contract is twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. So it, I had a decision to make. You so, know. So he wasn't selling houses. He had no job because the hair industry, the, the, the right. salon was closed. Yeah. So I knew he was committed because the day he left, you know, I was walking him out and I told him, I said, bro, don't take too long. You know, we don't like hesitation over that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't, don't take too long. <laughs> and it was like the next day he's like, Hey man, can I come on Monday and, and sit in the class? Right. And I was like, yeah, as long as I'll let you come in, but as long as you call your brokerage after and quit, you know, <laughs> was that nerve wracking? Were you like, Oh shit, I just signed this contract. I have to pay out. Like there's COVID hit. Like I have to provide for my family. There's all right. of these things that are going through your head as an entrepreneur. And you're like, okay, I'm going to make this decision and it better fucking work. <laughs> Otherwise I'm going to be in a worse position. In a spot. Yeah. Right. And I know all of these things go through your head because they sure as hell go through mine. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it was definitely a big decision, but my experience with hair was that, um, when you dive in, that's when it happens, you know? So really, I guess I was lucky in that sense that I had sort of experienced that with hair where, you know, when you're starting out, you you work a day a week or whatever. And then you get to a point you realize like, like the more available you are, the better you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I just took that and applied it to real estate. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I even irritated Fernando a little bit because I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I, w- I wanted to see some of the, the proof that yeah, this was actually going down uh-huh. in a way that I thought was going to be helpful. And um, after I sat, sat through that first meeting, I realized that for sure this was the dynamic I was looking for. I mean, I think it's the dynam- dynamic I thought I was going to get at a different brokerage. Yeah. And it didn't really quite materialize because it really came down to the accountability. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had accountability there, but they weren't quite as invested, um, you know, like in a because you need to be someone's friend to be able to be honest with them yeah. <laughs> and say yeah. you're, you're failing here. You're like you need to yeah. you need to lock it down. Yeah. So. And and you've always been extremely, extremely responsible since you've been here. <laughs> I think I've only like asked you one time. Hey, you missed a call. Laughs. Right? Like, he laughs. I think it was like, like one, only one time. <laughs> Only one time the entire time he's been here, I had to be like, oh, you missed one. And like, he genuinely just missed one. Like this <laughs> right. guy is on top of his shit, you know? And you can Sorry. tell, I mean, you, you went from a year, a little over a year being a solo agent mm-hmm. and you know, you didn't have a lot of support in that aspect. You didn't have a lot of lead generation in that aspect. And then you come here and then we start really, really diving deep and supporting you and showing what you got to do and teaching right. you how to call and uh, teaching you the sales skills. And uh, it was pretty soon after that you started and deals absolutely and and i mean it's it's been pretty good for you you and i had a conversation you know and and i'm always full of transparency and i'll try to respect your your privacy <laughs> the best of my ability but uh you know about a, a month maybe a month and a half ago we had a conversation and you're like dude like i'm I, I haven't had this kind of money before ever right you know like yeah. literally i'm in my account i'm like whoa yeah you know and it's only been what seven eight months in the team seven right. eight months in the team absolutely and in the hair industry, you can make good money, sure. but you're always tapped out from the amount of hours you can put in. Definitely. You know, and over here, you can have some transactions that might not even take that much time. 
you know, if you add it up, maybe like five, six hours total, and then you're getting a $30,000 paycheck. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. It's life-changing money. Absolutely. It is life-changing money. You know? It's nice to be paid what you're worth, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the big thing for me. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I really loved hair, but I wanted to be paid what I was worth. Yeah. You know? So talk to me you about your childhood, man, because uh, academia, uh-huh. um, I mean, I would never think of myself of going into something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, what, were you surrounded by educated people? Were you surrounded? I mean, how, what was your childhood like? Yeah. I, I mean, education was pretty important in my family. Uh, my father's a physician and uh, my grandparents definitely were very, very uh, adamant that education is the, is the key. It's the ticket to having the kind of life that you want. Um, so I, I agree in some ways education is an amazing thing to have, but I, you know, the world has changed a little bit. And I think if you have the drive, education can be kind of like icing on the cake. So, um, it was definitely an interesting experience to go from thinking that you have to pursue education to have the kind of life that you want to thinking like, well, actually, if you just know what you want and you're really dedicated, you can go get it. Yeah. So, yeah. So what schools did you go to? What universities? Uh, so I went to Westminster. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> it makes sense, huh? I, I mean, private? I mean, come on, it's Ryan. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I, I mean, I was super privileged. I um, got to go to, a, a like, a nice private school growing up, and, and that was really the, the atmosphere. It's like... You education, they do, it's it's kind of interesting. Um, they almost make you feel like if you don't get educated, you're kind of wasting your life. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Yeah. So yeah, that I mean, you know, it's so funny because the way that I was raised, it was it was. I think my my parents would have wished to give that life, you know, to me, provide that to me, um, but what they did for me was, I feel like it was just so much like more uh freeing you know like they didn't put anything on me they're just kind of like okay we work all day and then you do whatever you got to do right (laughs) you know what i mean and (laughs) and that's what we did and and i was able to explore so many different options in life like i've tried so many different things like i was a security guard i was like a mechanic i was i mean i I sold pretty much everything under the sun you know yeah and uh i always found that my communication skills was something that i excelled in if i could apply those to the Mm -hmm. career i was in and, uh, you know, sales has always been one of them. And uh, I don't feel like, you know, if, if my parents pushed me into going to college, going to universities, going to school, that I, probably, I wouldn't have found that, you know. Um, so I'm extremely happy to be in real estate, too. And I'm happy to be able to, you know, share my experience and my knowledge and everything I've learned, you know, with the team and you guys. And, I mean, to look at what we're creating right now, we have so much diversity on the team. You know what I mean? I mean, we have Ryan on the team. Mm-hmm. And we have Jen on the team. Mm-hmm. Guys, two, so we're opposite. two different personalities, but I love Ryan. Like every time I go to his office, I'm like Ryan, <laughs> right? He's like, oh, she's in a good mood. I, we were just talking about this. I was like, you can tell when I'm in a mood, right? Because I'm like, walk to my office. Um, but yeah, I love Ryan. I think he mm-hmm. is. He has so much personality in such a like in a very quiet manner, right? But I I, I think that his experience and like the way that he goes about business is very respectable for sure. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, totally is. Totally is. 
I mean, I have, uh, you know, I, I have my own expectations of the agents that I try to keep to myself, but um, I he share tried. them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to keep this. He's like, Jen, where are you at? <laughs> but, but you know, what, what I have to say is, you know, when, when I look at agents on our team and agents that I know of in the industry, and I think, like, I think luxury and I think, um, you know, that type of clientele, that specific clientele. And, and, and I always put you in line with that. I was always like, you know, Ryan is, if, if, if I were to put him in, in a, a place in, in real estate, I would say he would be servicing the clients who are in the higher end market. You know what I mean? Like the, the million dollar plus, you know, because I feel like you can relate with a lot of those people. I'm not saying they're all like that. Obviously not. Right. But sure. I, I do feel like since we've kind of shifted our focus in that direction and you, you have been trained in luxury, you are luxury certified as a real estate agent. Right. Um, you've been attracting more of that clientele. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I hear the types of clientele you're working with and I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> really? I'm it's like, a big Whoa. deal. It's a big deal, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like that. I love that. Again, we have so much diversity in the team. You know, yeah. and uh, you can just learn from everybody. Like, there's so many people here that are so loud and they're, you know, proud oh, and they yeah. do their thing. And then Ryan's just so quiet in the corner and he only leaves his <laughs> office when he has to get his drink. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> when he has to get his drink, you're right. That's you're it. Right. <laughs> and you'll never know he's here. And it could be sometimes nine o'clock at night and Ryan will just pop out of the office and go refill his cup. And I'm like, whoa, where the hell is he? That's exactly right. He's there like stirring, stirring his um, green juice. But you know, but you know, he's working, right? Absolutely. You know, he's working. And like, I mean, he doesn't have his like, there's no blinds on his windows. So he's not like watching YouTube and bullshitting like he's working, you know? And so uh, like, I know that's exactly why you're headed in that direction, you know, because you are putting in the work yeah. and there's some people here and I have to check them sometimes because they're not putting in the work, you know, right. they're gossiping or they're bullshitting their phone or they're watching social media and they're not posting on social media and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yep. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. And so I see you when they're working. I'm always like, we don't ever have to like talk to him. He just does his <laughs> thing, you know, unless he needs help, he'll come out. Sure. Right. Um, but like, I respect that about you, you know, because you're putting in that work. Thank and yeah. the one thing I remembered, my wife told me when you were in the hair industry was that, and she worked a lot too, a lot of hours. Yeah. And when I would show up, Ryan was always there and I'm like, <laughs> he's never not there. Like this guy works 24 seven. So I knew work ethic was not something I would have to question, right. you know? And then when, uh, and again, when we, when we do recruit in the team, we're not actively prospecting agents. Right. You know, we don't do that. But for you, I kind of did because I knew you had that work ethic. And I knew you were in that position where I'm like, okay, I don't want to say I hope COVID kills his career. But <laughs> but I was like, I know he's not happy doing that 24-7. I know it's right. wearing on his health. Like, standing right. all day can really fuck your back up. That's and hard. I was doing that. Well, I'm like, sure. don't you get, like, carpal tunnel yeah, in, your, in yeah. your hands? Like, that's a lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it just wears down the body very quickly, mm -hmm. right? As right. when you're a stylist standing 14, 15 hours a day, the kind of hours that he was doing. And I was like, man, like, I know that if this thing just pushes him to the edge and like makes him like jump fully into real estate, I know I can get him. <laughs> I know I can get this guy. Yeah, really. I was, I was conversation I had with, with Alan. I was like, bro, there's this dude. Uh, Ceci knows him. Like he's over here. Like, uh, we got to get this guy, you know? Right. And, and I was so happy that you were like, you could see it. Like, dude, I got to make a change. And we had that conversation sure. where you're like, I have to make a change. Yeah. 
and yeah. and you did it and and like I know you're going to be right now you're successful but I know you're going to be extremely successful right you know and I'm happy that you're on the podcast so that you could take advantage of the different types of marketing outlets that a lot of other agents and a lot of teams don't have totally they don't provide for their team yeah and and I'll tell you why because number one know how right teams don't know how to market the way we market they don't know how to advertise like we do no you know uh, the second one is money. It's not cheap. It's a big you, thing. you have to invest in your team, and we invest in our team in a lot right. of different ways. The other one is um, passion. They're not really passionate about their team. Right. They're trying to get that easy paycheck. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the third one, the fourth one is they don't have the balls. <laughs> I mean, like it takes That's a lot. It yeah. takes a it takes lot. Some nuts. Like yeah. you guys really do offer a lot, and yeah. you're like the accountability is there absolutely, but the support. It's just on another level because, I mean, like Ryan, I was a solo agent for two years, you know, before for two and a half years before joining a team. I never thought I would join a team because it's like yeah. an ego, like, oh, I'm going to join a team. I, I don't want to be micromanaged. <laughs> this is why I yeah. quit my job. Like, you know, totally. so there's so many different factors. And I feel like especially with, you know, the UVO and what you guys do offer, it's above and beyond. It definitely is. Mm -hmm. And I have to just reciprocate here because, you know, I, I could see that what you guys were doing was different than what everyone else was doing. And so I think the only thing that prevented me from jumping on immediately when you guys called me was uh, a whole bunch of people talking into my ear saying like, oh, they just they just want to use you to uh, do all the grunt work and collect the check. You know, <laughs> and that funny? that's the that's what people think. So, you know, you want to like check it out and make sure that's that's legit. And I think. Another almost like superpower I have is that um, I'm not naturally good at this. And so I have to try really hard. Be a part of a team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it just, it keeps me from thinking um, that I don't need to, to focus on what needs to be done and grow and develop myself. So that's, that's been lucky. That's, I mean, I think that's partially where the work ethic comes from. But then also having a family that you want to take care of, you want them to have options. Mm -hmm. um, just being life is short you yeah. know like i want to do the things i want to do and i don't really have a lot of time to be yeah. waiting around so yeah. so let's go to the family thing because you you are married and have kids or mm -hmm. how many kids do you have just one one kid mm -hmm. one kid how old is he or she 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 will be two in march she mm -hmm. yeah, duh. i remember that two years old. same as my baby girl yeah yeah, yeah we had them about the same time right. she's a cutie <laughs> some some like big blue eyes huh <laughs> yeah Giant <laughs> blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. I, I love being a parent so much. It's like yeah. the hardest, like everyone says, it's the hardest, best thing you'll ever do. Mm -hmm. Like it's a whole new level of uh, giving you a why to get out of bed every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I, so I started this weight loss journey like five months ago, four months ago. Mm -hmm. And I really haven't dedicated a thousand percent to it, you know. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I have changed my, my eating habits up, and, I, and I've seen some progress. Um, but I was looking for this motivation because it's the holidays right now. And right. Dude, we always, like, <laughs> I love to eat and drink, right? And yeah. so, um, and I've cut back on the drinking a lot. But because of holidays, you're tempted, mm -hmm. right? And you make it happen. And so I've done that, and I've been messing up, and I'm like, I need some motivation. Like, 
how am I going to motivate myself to get out of this fucking hole, you know, <laughs> yeah. and get back on track? And I don't want to be one of those guys that are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, starting New Year's Day, you know, mm-hmm. here we go. I don't want to do that. <laughs> new Year, new me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking hate go. that term. <laughs> but, but the reason why I'm saying that is because I was looking for that motivation, you know, and I saw this documentary and I saw a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But uh, it's a, there's a guy, his name's Anthony Lawley. He's like a real estate millionaire, like blew up, massive company. Um, and he was like super overweight the whole time he built his business and his career. And uh, he was looking for uh, his why to lose weight because he tried like 10 times, you know, he right. never was able to do it. And so he was like, where's my why? Where's my why? Then his daughter, little daughter, two-year-old girl, yeah. looked to him and said, um, uh, she was going to eat some food that was unhealthy. And the mom said, hey, don't eat that because you'll get fat. You know, and the girl's like, what's fat? And the mom showed, and the guy's watching the whole time. The mom showed the little girl, hey, uh, this is obesity. You can get sick and die from this. You right, know? yeah. And uh, he was like, what? And he was super obese. And the girl looked at him and said, I don't want you to die. Right. Yeah, and I was right. like, holy fuck. Like, that's the motivation I needed. Like, that's I got huge. kids. I don't want to fucking mm-hmm. die. Totally. You know? mm-hmm. And it, it could be a long, I'm not super overweight, but it could be a long road to a heart attack. Or it totally. could be a short road to a heart attack, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. But I feel like you always have to have motivation when you're trying to accomplish something. Absolutely. You know, and you got to have your why. Right. And, and it's good that you have a kid because it seems like you found your why. Because you're here a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's here every day. Lot. Every yeah. day. Well, him and I are usually here. Like, we're the only ones here most of the time. I'm, like, proud of him. Anna, I'm like, Anna, <laughs> I, Anna too. Like and at night, you know? Yeah. Oh, and at night. Yeah, yeah. And at night. Yeah, and at yeah. night. Yeah, he's he's a hard worker. I'm like, Ryan, you're catching up. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my best. I mean, Jen the realtor is, a, I is mean, tough to hold beat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The competition <laughs> is almost to an end. We have two days. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think you made second place. I did. You yeah. did. I did. I was. You beat I, Jeff I, and Brendan. I know. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> oh, I was so sad. I, was so cool. I, I thought I might almost tie with Jen and that I would have felt really good yeah, about that yeah <laughs> well I did take a slow I was like you know Jen yeah, she slowed down. hey, she hey slowed I'm down. gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna justify <laughs> this for me, a second she let me take second I'm gonna justify <laughs> I was like mm, I gotta enjoy my life a little bit right it's not always about work but true I think you did great I was like so <laughs> proud I was like oh my gosh these numbers are good uh, <laughs> well, thank uh-huh. you they really are mm-hmm. the, the team we came from that was like the that was the goal right for all the agents and only a few could hit it. Right. And you came from producing one deal in what year and pl- a year and a, a bit, year and a quarter, year and yeah. a quarter right. one deal. Mm-hmm. And you came here and you're just banging them out. Right. You know, and it's it's so fucking cool to see. It's like, fun. I yeah. love seeing that. Feels I love good. seeing that the system works. Well, and I love the competition. Yes, it's friendly. It's friendly competition. Everyone kind of calls each other out. But it's also really good to see everyone grow from it. Yeah. Right. And absolutely. they're all they're all at their own speed. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Truly. And I think one of the most fun things about it to me is that everyone celebrates everyone else. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's not like cutthroat competition. It's all in good fun, really. Yeah. You know, like because I'm super stoked that Jen's doing so well. Well, and it's 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 great to see everyone be so supportive of everyone else. It's Truly. there's no hatred on the team. Yeah. Everyone just gets along. It like Ryan said, it is a second family. It totally is. Here's what I love, number one, and this is just the way the universe played out, right? The prizes that we're giving away 
the the exact prize is going to the people who need those prizes. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. so crazy. Yeah, right, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, right. What, what was what was the second and third? I was like, I don't pay attention to second and third place prizes because like know. I'm gonna get we'll, first place. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> <it> later. <laughs> but yeah. either way, like uh, there's some technology oh. you guys need, and, and yeah, I feel exactly. like that's pretty cool. You guys that's are right. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, let, but let, let, let's go back to you, Ryan, because you're a second year. You're in your second year. Yeah. Right. How do you feel like you're doing? I feel like I'm doing really well with room to improve. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's always the goal. And, I, you know, I think for me, I work so hard right now because I feel like if you build a really strong foundation, then you can kind of progress from there. But if you kind of, you know, halfway in, halfway out, like I, I just feel like you get what you put in, you know. So, yeah, you've dedicated. You saw what it was getting you. Halfway in, halfway out. For sure. Yeah. Not, yeah, and I, I could feel the entire year that that was the problem. I, I mean, being a realtor is not, <laughs> I, I suppose some people are able to do it part-time, but my experience of it is that people need you there all the time, you know? So I think really knowing what you're going after is, is huge. And the paradox is that I do it for my family, which, you know, being here all the time, I'm not with my family the way I would like to be. But my thinking is that if I can build that foundation, then that'll be a place for my family to grow, you know? Yeah. So. And you can get your time back. Right. You know, Brendan brought it up in the last podcast. He said, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to be a real estate agent so I can have freedom. Mm -hmm. And it, you have to mm -hmm. work for that freedom for a long time. A long time. Right? Like, you have to. For sure. A lot of agents who are jumping in and wanting that freedom and they're going for the freedom, they're not making money. No. Right. Clients, you know? <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, they have the other job to support their life because they can't get it from real estate. Right. You know, um, but so so right now you're in your two years, mm -hmm. right? So other agents out there who are in the two years and they haven't made that leap. They haven't they haven't woken up. Right. right? They haven't said to themselves like, shit, I really need to look at getting more time and maybe losing my other job and focusing, you know, fully to real estate. I mean, what was the motivation that you needed in order for that to happen? Was it COVID and shutting down the salon? I mean, was... Yeah, you know, I think COVID really helped a lot, actually. Um, I, you know, I, I had that one deal in the entire year and a quarter, and I, I just sat on that check. I just I put it in my savings. And that whole year, it was kind of back and forth, like, well, do I quit this job so I can do real estate full time and, and just fall on this check? Or do I try to, can I slowly build up? And, and it, was, it was a big question for me the entire time. And so COVID really did help in the sense that I couldn't go into the salon and it, I mean, I, th I don't think I made anything for like four months or something. And that'll, that'll, I was hungry. You know, as <laughs> yeah. Les yeah. Brown says, I was yes. hungry. Yeah. You yes. know, it, yeah. so I, it really helped a lot. And then I don't think it would have been as easy to do that if there wasn't this team dynamic where I could look at someone who had gone before me and they did these certain things and they were successful. And I just, I, I firmly believe that um, if you dedicate yourself to those things that the person before you did, like you can do it too. You know, yeah. it just it just takes the time. And even if you're not like super talented salesman like I like myself, you yeah, know, <laughs> you just put the time in. Yeah, I think that there's different like areas. Um, like yesterday, we met with an agent um, or a potential agent. Um, the guy had amazing sales skills that you could tell. He's a salesman, right? Natural born right. salesman. Um, there's been other people who have been on the team 
uh, actually one person who was a natural born salesman. Right. Right. Um, and you heard him on the phones and you just look at the guy, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, man, like this guy is going to be so fucking successful. Wow. I'm so excited to see him grow and watch him. And for me, I'm like, I want to have him on the team and this and that. Right. But there was one chink in the armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I always knew it. And it was that entrepreneur. Right. Because right. you could be in a, a badass employee and you could be a salesman that you're a badass employee, but you're, you're a salesman, you're, you're an employee. Absolutely. And you could be killing it and you can sell everything under the sun and you're the boss. Right. And then you could take an entrepreneur who's not a gifted salesperson. Right. But they have that fucking heart. They have the mm-hmm. balls. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you can put them together and the entrepreneur will always win. Right. And it's because like. They, they, they're fearless. You have to be fearless to be a successful entrepreneur. You have to be fearless. Totally. You can't be scared of everything. Well, I think that being an entrepreneur, yes, you, you are going to have some fear. Absolutely. But sure. it's about overcoming yes. those right. fears. That's what I'm talking about. And like right. setting those goals and be like, okay, like let's go. Right? Because it is scary to not have a paycheck <laughs> for three, four months. Totally. Like talk to, talk to someone that gets a salary and say, Hey, are you willing to take this jump and not get paid for four months? And that's, <laughs> yeah. that was the chink in the armor right, right. there. Absolutely. Was that, that, that unknown mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. go into when you're self completely self-employed, if you can get through that and yeah, you're going to have fear, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. What I mean, fearless is, you know, that the fear is yeah. there, but you do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he, you know, the one we were speaking about, he was, was, he just didn't have that. Right. And, and I question a lot of other salesmen who I talk to and we interview, um, you know, if they have that, the guy yesterday, he was an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but again, there's some that I talk to who they don't have that. They don't right. know what it's like to be completely independent from somebody else, right. you know, and, and not to have that safety and security or that safety net with paycheck coming next week or in two For weeks sure. or four weeks. Um, and it's a, there's a, there's a different, it's a different type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I don't look for those salesmen when we're looking for real estate agents. I don't look for those salesmen. I don't look for those people. I look for people like you because <laughs> I know that you have the grit. It takes mm-hmm. fucking grit. Grit. You have to have grit. Great word. Yep. Yeah. So it, you have to have that and you gotta be able to, you know, not quit when it gets hard. For sure. So I'm happy that we got yeah. him. Yeah. You know, and those are the people that I look at and I'm like, I wouldn't want these people, you know, because I know that when it came down to it, they'd be like, uh, I'm going to have to put my two weeks in or just quit now because I got to get paid and the debt collectors are calling me. I've right. had those calls before and right. I actually yeah. like them. <laughs> I'm like, hey, get in line, dude. Like, this, you're not the only debt collector calling me. I mean, me. you're just like, hey, like, listen, I got other bills that I have to yeah. pay. You set yourself yeah. up. You're like, look, I, I yeah. can't take this call. Block. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll talk to them. <laughs> you will. I'll talk I'm to like, them. Oh, and, oh, and it's shit. funny because, you know, when I talk to these collectors in, in the manner that I'll talk to them, and it's so real. It's a real conversation. Yeah. And and this is before, not right now. I'm doing okay right now. But yeah, before, yeah. you know, and, and I'm like, hey, let, let's be real right now. You're trying to collect on a Comcast bill. You really think I'm going to pay you right now when I got my, my, my bills are due? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, no, I totally understand, man. I got kids. I got to feed them first. You guys are last on my list. Right. Well, you can keep calling me if you want to, but it's going to be months until you get paid. Oh, of course. And I'm sure the debt collectors are like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Let's put you on the, you know, we'll call in two months. Yeah. Like, no worries. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Then you have the ones that are like super anxious and they see the, and they sweat bullets and they're like, oh my God. And, they, and those are the ones who they can't take this shit, man. Because in real estate sure. and in any, entrepreneurial 
industry endeavor you're on, it's up and down, up and down, up right. and down, up and down. Absolutely. And and that is why I love the team because with the team and, you know, you're getting leads and um, that support that you're getting, you know, the, the goal is to not have those downs. Mm-hmm. Right. The goal is to have mm-hmm. steady and then up and then steady and then up. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, and you don't have those like dips where it's like, wow, I did three deals this month, but I don't have a deal for the next five. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and we don't want that to happen. That's the whole point of the team. Totally. You know, so. And I kind of love that those two things are connected. So, you know, the, you, you're talking about sort of like that progression upwards, how that happens with your sort of business goals, but that's, it's kind of connected with your personal, um, gosh, what should I call it? Just your spiritual, I guess, mm-hmm. aspect, you know, yeah. where you're trying to figure out more of who you are, be more yourself, like really get in touch with who you are. Mm-hmm. I love that those two things are connected because it's, um, it feels really good to get to that next level, you know, and actually have kind of a, a material thing that you can mm-hmm. point to as mm-hmm. well. It's pretty cool. Well, a lot of people just look at like um, real estate and people wanting to make a lot of money, right? But you don't understand that it's not the money, it's the person you become in the process. Totally, totally. Um, There's so much growth, internal growth, you know, mindset growth, habits. There's so many things that go into place on being an entrepreneur and it's not just the money, right? right? And so this is is a great point that most people never talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you can find that next better version of yourself, mm-hmm. that's that's always the goal, you know. And um, I know for me, that's like kind of the primary goal. And then the material thing is really, really nice. Yeah. And it helps with a certain sort of freedom. But it's really that initially that sort of spiritual thing for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's super important. I, I try to work, work a lot on my spirituality. You know, I'm not religious at all. You know, I was growing up. Yeah, I dabbled in different religions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but spirituality is super important to me. Absolutely. You know, and, and being alone with my thoughts is super important. You know, I have this thing that I do, which might be offensive to a lot of people. And I really don't care. But I do this meditation, and it's uh, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Have you heard of Dr. Oh, Wayne yeah. Dyer? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, I Am God. Right. Cool. And uh, I do that. And sometimes I tell people that and they're like, why would you say that? (laughs) And I'm like, I believe I am. And it might sound like really arrogant. Yeah. But it's not when you when you when you look at the, you know, what what he does, Mm -hmm. you know, and the way he teaches it and what he's talking about. And Mm -hmm. and I do feel like I get a lot of balance. Um, And then times when I feel like, oh man, like I'm human and I have the same other, you know, downfalls other humans have where it's like you deal with envy and things right. like that. And, and when I, when I find myself thinking about those things that could be detrimental to my business, you know, or just for that moment, I look at what Dr. Wayne Dyer talked about and I'm like, how can this make me envious? I'm God. <laughs> right. It's really weird. It's really weird. And people are going to be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. But it helps me. It does help me. Right. Absolutely. Um, so I do feel like that's a super important aspect when you're on this journey, when it is an emotional roller coaster and you yeah. do have to find something that's going to help you progress in life and in your business. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I always feel like spirituality is a nice, solid foundation for me to go back to. Absolutely. Get there. Yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, when you have all the money in the world, uh, if you're not liking yourself, then uh, <laughs> what's kind of, what's the point of that, you know? Yeah. So to me, that's that's a huge part of it. And the better you are with yourself, the better you can be with the people around you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and the thing that I really love about real estate is that it's helping me to work on how to be a better friend, mm-hmm. you know, 
and how to be uh, relate to people better. And I guess some people call it sales. Personally, I, I like to think of it more as uh, just being able to befriend every person I ever meet. Ooh, that's, that's, that's like Del, goal, Del you know? Carnegie. How, yeah. to, how to make uh, friends. Right, yeah. yeah. And I love that yeah. book because that guy was just like a painfully introverted guy. And he didn't like that. And he wanted to figure out how to kind of break out of that shell. And that's the res- the book was the result, you know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I did a little bit of his, like, teachings. I actually was going to pay this uh, coach back in the day for public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Warren Buffett went through that whole program. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I got to do that. Because I, w- I thought I was introverted. And I wasn't. I just had this fear of public speaking, which mm-hmm. I don't now. You know, right, yeah. I, I worked Obviously. through it. But, but, I, yeah. but I worked through it. That's the difference. It's not like I was, wow, this guy can, is not, a, you know, nervous or shy when the camera turns on. I had to work through it and it took right. years to work through. I actually saw coaching and I did coaching for it. Nice. And it turns out I had nothing to do with the public speaking. It was issues I had with myself, you know, and, and people don't really look at that. They'll blame it on one thing and then they'll blame other people. And they don't look right. at themselves. Totally. Um, but I, I worked on myself and it helped me get through, you know, getting comfortable with being on camera or being on stage or being in front of a group. And so <clears throat> I, I know that stuff works. You know, the Dale Carnegie stuff does, you know, it does work. Um, you know what I, I forgot to do at the beginning of this, and it's been in the back of my mind the whole time. Where the fuck is Alan? <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, because he's not co-hosting. Oh, yeah. thanks, thanks for my there introduction, by there the way. Go. All right, guys. So <laughs> just so you know, Jen is here. If you confuse her for Alan or Alan for her, Jen is here on the podcast because Alan is. Uh, it's New Year's time, and Alan is on uh, vacation, mm-hmm. right? And the funny story is he's actually not. He missed his <laughs> flight this morning. <laughs> Too but funny. Jen was the one yeah. who's going to be at the coast today. So Alan actually came in and he can't come in the studio because he's supposed to be on his flight. That's right. right. But uh, I think he's going Thanks tonight. for being here, Jen. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for having it. me. Really, really. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we kind of just jumped into this. Thing. Yeah. I introduced Jen, but. Oh, he's Jen the realtor. Everyone yeah. knows Jen I mean, the realtor. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, Alan... Hopefully has an awesome time in Cancun. Mm-hmm. That guy needs a vacation. You know, he does. I mean? he, work, he works a lot. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. and it's good that you know he's been doing real estate for such a long time. He's able to do that when he wants to. Totally. But he doesn't ever take advantage of it. Like he, like this guy when I, I was know. working with him at the other company, he would get always hit. You know, in the top, you know, producers in the company, and they always got like free, all inclusive paid trips to Hawaii for like a week, and he never even went. <laughs> He's the only person I ever met in my life that would get free trips to Hawaii, everything paid for, year after year, and, <laughs> and not, not go. Why? Because he worked. Oh, he had well, clients, he had buyers, different. he had sellers. He just didn't want to go. Right. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that was this testament to his work ethic, you know, work over Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. But I yeah. think that's a beautiful thing about the team dynamic, too, is that I, I trust all of you guys implicitly, and I would feel so comfortable sending any of my people to anyone on this team. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool that way. Like, yeah. 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 I like that. We have a few, um, agents here who are newer, you know, mm-hmm. and they sure. are going through the grind and, and, and they're learning, but it's really good that they're surrounded by people like you guys, you know, who you know, you guys have been doing real estate for a while now and you guys have some experience and, and Jenny been doing real estate five years mm-hmm. and you just got published in Yahoo finance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, I feel like every day something new is happening with Jen that's like out of the ordinary. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's pretty I'm cool. like, it's always like a level. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I have to like take it out. I'm like, okay, am I ready for this? And then I'm like, wait, this is what I asked for. This is what I wanted. Right. And now it's like, I'm manifesting this and it's happening and it's like happening so fast that I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> take a breather. <laughs> right. But uh, that's yeah. funny. That goes back to that God mm-hmm. thing. Like, I think it's, it really is about manifesting what it is you want to see, you know, I, which is why I like that about the God meditation you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think it's an arrogant, like self-centered sort of thing. It's more like, how can I manifest all these desires that I have? You know, there we go. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly mm-hmm. how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it really is when I'm doing it. It's, it could be like when I'm in the car or I, I literally mem- memorize this thing cause I've been listening to it for years and like, right. I'll be in the shower and I'll like, turn the lights off and just so I have no distractions and I'll just be like sitting there with the hot water on my head cool. and I'll just be thinking and thinking and thinking and going to this meditation and meditating and meditating and meditating. And I just get this overwhelming sense of like release and like this, like I'm, I don't want to say like, you know, because when you're stressed out and you're under all this pressure, you feel like you're under pressure and a lot of people are like weighing down, right. you know, mm-hmm. like they're showing that physically they're under pressure. And then, you know, when I do this meditation, I always like, feel like, oh my God, I feel so light. I almost feel like yeah. bigger than myself. And uh, I do feel like when I'm in that state of like that mind state that I can manifest, you know, my desires or whatever the hell I'm looking for. Even if it's something as simple as like, hey, I want this problem to get resolved today, you know, and right. I hope this other person is able to do that with me. And and it could be something as simple as that. When I do that meditation, it gets me there. Totally. You know, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Hitting goals. Smashing goals, another one. That's where it's at. You know, you have to get yourself in the right state of mind, and you have to not go off track. You know, totally. when you're trying to hit a goal. I mean, you, you guys are number one, and then you got number two. You know, for this last competition we have for this quarter, mm-hmm. and you guys were working your asses off. You know, right. granted, Jen's been snowboarding a lot lately, but mm. hey, that but that's well, that could be meditation. But, and, and Ryan <laughs> and but also Ryan and I have these conversations, right? Because at what point is it like, okay, I'm gonna work, 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 but you also have to have balance and enjoy Self-care. your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And you and like, yeah, snowboarding is great. I mean, Ryan, I mean, I you didn't even touch on this part that you were like a previous ski um Oh funny. Yeah. I know. You <laughs> see, what, and it's so and it's, skier or what? And it's no, so so ski team. Yeah, ski team. Oh wow. And it's so therapeutic. But this is what we were talking about is like you have to have some kind of balance. So mm-hmm. be otherwise you make all this money, you spend no time with your family and then what, and you what, mem- family. what memories <laughs> yeah. do you have to make? Or what memories have you made with your family and friends? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean you could totally put yourself in a in a place where you're absolutely miserable because you work so much mm-hmm. and you don't know how to balance anything. Right. So I do think that's super important to take care of yourself in that way where you're taking time away from work and literally everything and you're up on the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, Alan flying to San, uh, Cancun, you know, right. getting away, like literally he's like thousands of miles away or I don't know how far it is, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but uh, you have to have that balance in, in, in life. And when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have that, right? You cannot like deprive yourself of that that time, you know, where you're alone or you're, you know, away well, from work. Well, and I also don't think balance is 50, 50. Some, not. some days it's sure. going to be 80, 20. Some days it's going to be 60, 40, right? It's never even keel. Like right. it's never going to be that. And I think that a lot of people have this mindset that you have to spend so much time with your family and so much time at your, no, work, at, no, jo- at your, you know, job or at the office. Right. And it's, it, my life is not 50, 50 whatsoever. Right. This is what I'll tell you about that. Mm-hmm. The whole like, time with family you might choose that to be the time and they might be like no that's too much time mm-hmm. <laughs> go back to work mm-hmm. right? i got covid earlier this year mm-hmm. yeah. and i was lucky because for me the worst thing about covid was that 
I had to, and this is for me, right? I'm not going to speak for anybody else who might be really, really severely impacted mm-hmm. with COVID. But the worst thing for me was having to not leave the house. I could not leave the house. I had to be st- stuck home all day. Yeah. And uh, it was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, I was like l- losing my mind <laughs> yeah. at home all day. And I was home and my wife was there. You know, sometimes the kids were there sometimes. And I had to like, you know, seclude myself, you know, when I needed to. But I'm like, oh, my fucking God, this is too much time away from work. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and it was like day three. I was like in my car driving around like because I, I couldn't go anywhere. So I was just in my car <laughs> and I would like drive by the office and like look at the window and like a tear would drop. Like, fuck, <laughs> I want to go inside so bad. Well, that's how you know you're a workaholic. Like, yeah. And I love it. I'm a workaholic. I love work. I love connecting with people and just taking like this is just who I it's a part of who I am. Right. right? And so taking taking time away like taking that away from your life is detrimental to your like your personality who you like the core right so it's just it's interesting to see different sides of people because some people like you said like if you're a um nine to five worker you know your corporate america it's a different mindset you're like oh chill netflix and chill right Right. spend the whole day um binging on a series and you're done like it just doesn't make sense to me because I'm not that person. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. It, which is so interesting. I, I mean, it kind of begs the question, like, what does make a good entrepreneur? You know what I mean? And I think about that sometimes. And I think, I know for me, a big part of it is that I'm willing to work all the time to have the kind of freedom that I want, which is freedom from being micromanaged, which mm-hmm. is yeah. I, to other people, like, it's not a big deal. That's fine. You know what I mean? I have a boss yeah. tells me what to do. Whatever. I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do, I'll yeah. work my tail off. Yeah, to what, do I, what, I what do. I've learned about myself and and my wife would would vouch for this a thousand percent, and other people who know me is that if somebody tells me to do something, my brain wants me to do the opposite. Yeah, we do. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it could be like my kids would be like, "Stop doing that! Stop doing that!" We we'll like messing with each other, you know, or hitting each other, and then like I just uh, my brain is like, mm-hmm. "No, like I have to do the opposite," or like that's why I was such a bad employee, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I and I, and I was going to go to the military when I was eighteen years old, and I signed up and I took my ASVAB and and uh, you know I have military in my family, you know, and so I'm like, oh maybe I'm, maybe that's what I need, you know, when I was a kid. Sure. And then I started thinking like, oh my god, like this guy's going to be yelling in your face and like screaming at you and. Are you gonna be able to handle that? And I'm like, I don't know if my brain will like let me mm-hmm. let me listen. I might do the opposite and not listen on <laughs> right. purpose, you know. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I have a tattoo in the back of my neck that's above the collar, and so they ended up denying my waiver because oh. of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, you know, g- going back to that grit, make whatever makes a great entrepreneur. I mean, I think honestly, you have to have grit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we talked about that earlier, but mm-hmm. grit is that's super important, man, to be able to Truly. go through the shit. Totally. You know, go through the months where you're not making money. Go through the months where you're, you know, starving. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, you've dealt with that to a certain extent, you know, when you made the transition here and, and you weren't making an income because the, the salon was closed. But, you know, you, you're well, here now. Yeah, and I think that's you very admi- it. it's very admirable because a lot of people, just like everyone had said on this podcast, is like you go from this point where you're trying to – become this fearless entrepreneur and it's hard you know to change your mindset to change these habits of like the habitual thinking of your prior like the prior person who you were totally Mm -hmm. yeah and there's always that fear of failure and sometimes fear of success too yeah i think it's a big problem for a lot of people Mm -hmm. well you're doing good now 
and, <laughs> and, and you're here every day and you're obviously doing something right. Yeah. Right. You're staying busy. You're staying busy. And, uh, that's always really, really good in real estate. If you're busy, like that's a good thing. Right. Totally. Even if you don't have a deal under contract or you don't have a deal that's closing next week, you know, if you're busy and you're actively showing houses and you're prospecting daily and you have appointments set, you know, and you're meeting with lenders and you're meeting, like if, you, if you're meeting with clients, like you're busy, it's going to materialize into some money. It's going to happen right? into some success. And so I'm super happy to be able to have you here to be able to witness that. Like, I think me over everybody else, you know, I don't know. I know Alan feels he's so happy about having you here. But, you know, for me, I'm just like, it worked. <laughs> yeah. I really, I talk about it with yeah. wife all the time. I'm like, I'm so happy Alan's doing, or, or, you know, Ryan's doing good because if, if I, you know, brought him here and like sucked him away from the, you know, the salon <laughs> or Coldwell Banker or whatever he was yeah. at and he wasn't doing good, I'd be going home like, Ah! <laughs> like what did I do to this guy? But it ruined his life. But it's not just you. Yes, you have your responsibility, but also Ryan has to take accountability and responsibility for his life, yeah. right? So it's a, it's a two way street. Yeah, yeah. And I would have known that, and I would yeah. have had those conversations with him, you know. But right. but Ryan, Ryan, he doesn't need that. No, He's he doesn't. So Self motivated. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, you know your why. You know, you you have a family. Oh, you for know? sure. And you're part. here every day and you're not taking vacations, you know, and I mean, like, dude, it's cool. Like tomorrow's New Year's. Is tomorrow New Year's? No, the day after. Okay. The day yeah, after is New Year's, after. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. we're getting close. But this mm -hmm. is generally the time where most agents take vacations, right? Because totally. it's Christmas and then New Year's and they're typically gone for those couple weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen it in other places and, and, and you're staying consistent, you know, holiday, no holiday, who gives a shit? You right. Know, you're staying consistent. You know, I, I, I guess that's part of my philosophy is that if you're not like a born salesman, consistency is a big part of it. I mean, you have to be accountable and consistent. And so uh, what like uh, Alan was saying that that's like the, the Jay-Z versus the Nas of real estate where you just work harder than anyone else yeah. and success will follow. Mm -hmm. So it that's where it's at. Yeah. So tell me this. Where do you see, where do you see yourself in five, in five months, six months, ten months? See myself as far as real estate. Well, I I mean I see myself getting just busier and busier all the time, and I can already feel that SOI starting to kick in, referrals are starting to come in, people are starting to talk, and I, I just see myself getting busier and busier. And what I really hope happens is that I get busy enough with real estate that I can kind of. Um, start to incorporate a little more like family time in, you know, because mm -hmm. my family, man, they have taken the brunt of all of this because mm -hmm. they I, really, they just had to like put, put me on hold while I go out and do this and make something happen. So really what I, I hope is that I can kind of like take it back to them and, and like not end up with a family that doesn't want to see me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> let, Let's hit on that really quick because I think that's a super important subject. Mm -hmm. totally. So did you actually have that conversation and prepare your wife for what you're about to embark on? Many times. Yeah. I've, I've told her many times and, and you know, I, I will admit like some of that is that I, maybe I didn't express it as clearly as I thought I did, but I've definitely brought it up a few times that I, I realize that I'm absent and that she is the the person that is picking up the slack for me mm -hmm. and how much I appreciate that. And, and, you know, uh, at having a father who's a physician, probably the first, I don't know, 12 years of my life, my dad was at work all the time and it didn't super sit right with me. So I definitely don't want to recreate that in my own family. 
So uh, I, I definitely try to check in with my wife every once in a while and just let her know, like, you know, this is like I'm not going to be working 80 hours all the time forever. Mm-hmm. Like this is just sort of temporary until I can get going. And I really think that's going to happen. I can feel that happening. Mm-hmm. I can feel it sort of building mm-hmm. up. The pipeline's filling up. People are starting to call me. It's so I think I think the the goal that we set out together is is attainable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw it, um, you know, written down when you turned that in. Yeah. Um, and of course, you being analytical, Ryan, it was broken down like very specifically. There was like, a, a, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. Alan and I were like, "How the hell do you read this thing?" <laughs> I don't know what you. I don't know what you guys are. You weren't here. Oh. You weren't here. You never come at the. I mean, yeah, yeah. be here, please, Kate. at eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her yeah. family, you, man. Are She's you calling me out? No, no, she does. No, <laughs> yeah. I understand you have your priorities in the morning, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, that's really important because I do feel like a lot of agents they 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 jump into this and their partner, significant other, doesn't know the right. amount of work this is going to take for them to actually be successful, and they're just kind of right. thinking of the end goal. And then it's like three months later, they're like I haven't seen this person. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know, did they not love me? You know, why right. did they hate me? Is there somebody else? And like, what right. insecurities the other partner, significant other, has to deal with? For sure. You know, I do feel like it's like you have to have that constant reminder, like through a conversation or sitting down and just letting them know, look, this is how it is right now. Definitely. You know, and that's good that you brought that up because there are some people in the team who are dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and they have to yeah. remind their partners, hey, listen, if I answer my call during dinner, that's not me being disrespectful to you and the family. Like, I have to do this and take this call, you know, and I'm so sorry it's happening during family time. Right. But this is just something I have to deal with right now because I'm building my business. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand that mindset, you know, because, you know, the wife or even like my my child, you know, he doesn't understand that I have to take. Sometimes I'm taking calls in the car and, you know, I'm like not being present with him, but I'm also running a business like the time that I'm taking away from him now is going to be put back later. Right. And so it's it's a hard concept to understand, but it will it will definitely pay off later. And I think the other thing that's hard about it is that it's like I'm not doing this to get away from you. I'm Mm -hmm. doing this for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know know what? It's it's and we always obviously hope that nothing happens to us or them. Mm -hmm. And we are able to spend that quality time later on in life, you know. But it's like right now you do have to just grind, grind, grind. Hopefully, eventually you will be able to have those days or those months, or those weeks or years sure. where you could be like, hey, I'm taking this the three-month vacation to right. Europe because like, I've worked I can. for it. I, I can. can. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have nobody to answer to for it. And I can come back and pick up where I left off. Right. You know, and so that's exactly what I'm going for. Yeah. You know? oh, you me too. Absolutely. Know, going for the same thing. And I, I love that about the team is everyone's kind of got that same goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we can support each other. And if we see somebody falling off, we can hold them accountable or remind them mm-hmm. of that. You know, what's the vision long term? Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, so, again, dude, like super grateful to have you on the team. You know, very, very happy that you're here with us right now and that we can see you become successful and, you know, turn into the top producing Ryan that I know you are, <laughs> right? Um, and Jen, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Good job, Ryan. You know, Thanks for being here. Yeah, Thanks let's keep doing these. You know, I, yeah. I love bringing you guys on here yeah. because it, it does, I, I feel like it builds character. It really does. It does. Yeah. You know, it puts you in a, a position where camera's on you right now, you right. know, and it's, it's well, really also, cool. like, it I, lear- I learn more about Ryan. <laughs> I love Ryan, and I'm like, ooh, I'm, like, hearing, like, little tidbits of his life, which is interesting. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, really, a ski team. Mm-hmm. we got to talk about that next time, bro. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're on a ski all team? Right. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool. Sure. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for, you know, coming, on the, coming on the, the podcast. This is episode five. 
Yeah. You know, it's a big deal. We're five in. Um, hopefully, we get this thing uh, uh, monetized soon. You know, we can start making some right. some money from this thing. Yeah, That's let's right. go. Um, but more more importantly, this is again, it's a source of of marketing and advertising for you guys. You know, totally. obviously, I have my personal reasons, but you guys as well. You right. Know? I love the mastermind aspect to it. You know, yeah. like getting to hear everyone's. It, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for watching thank and tuning you. in. Please like, subscribe, thank and share, you. and we will see you guys on the next one. I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where? I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche.